Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. How are you, C-Rock? Oh, good, nice man. How are man. you? Welcome. Yeah, good. Good, good. Thank you for hosting me, man. Yeah, of course, dude. Your um, your Instagram is uh, Airsoft Operator, right? Yes, it's call sign Legionnaire. Um, just another That's airsoft right. operator out there. Yeah. <laughs> call sign Legionnaire. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, I always get confused. You know, when we're when I look up somebody's uh, Instagram, it'll show that you know your actual call mm-hmm. sign tag or whatever you know your Instagram handle. But then when we're texting, it comes up and shows uh, Airsoft Operator, I guess, like your name or whatever. So, Yes, it's uh, the nickname that I think. It just shows in – yeah, I think it's just the nickname there on Instagram, but yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What, what are you drinking, man? Oh, I'm drinking coffee, actually. <laughs> All right. I'm having I'm having some caffeine, too. But I'm, I'm, I'm a Coca-Cola addictive, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, Coke – it's probably one of my favorite drinks uh, right. to drink the morning after I get drunk. So, right. I, uh, yeah, when I wake up in the morning and I'm a little hungover, I drink uh, I drink some Coca-Cola. Dude, It's I don't know what it is, like the carbonation, you know, it burns <laughs> my throat. It helps wake me up. It's awesome. Just one second. Sorry, it's downstairs, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Now, the same thing for me, man. Um I I actually have uh, Coke when I when I wake up for, for with my breakfast as well. I don't drink coffee or tea. I only drink tea if um, I'm not feeling very well. Gotcha. So um, <laughs> I drink probably way too much Coke. Um, <laughs> and if if um, if I have a kind of Pepsi, I feel like I'm cheating. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a Pepsi <clears throat> fan. I um I don't like uh, I like the carbonation of of Coke. It's like a little harsher. And Pepsi mm-hmm. seems like a little too sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I can t- definitely tell the the difference on the uh-huh. flavors right away. Um, and I I like Coke much better, hundred yeah, percent. Same, same. For <laughs> I sure. can't even drink none of this uh, zero Coke or nothing. I just uh-huh. I can't have it, man. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, same. You remember uh, years ago? A few years ago, they uh, they came out with like um, they changed the flavor of regular Coke, and right. everyone was pissed off and. It was like the new Coke, I think they called it or some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone was pissed, like, dude, no, like bring back the old stuff. So they brought back the. I'll tell you something. I'll be very curious to try how the Coca-Cola tastes over there in America, because um, I have noticed that depending on when the Coke is from, sometimes it tastes uh, differently. Really? So, um, yeah. So when I was in, I'm, I'm originally from Spain and being in Spain, I've tried Coke from Portugal or from other countries where where it just tasted different and you can tell by the well at least my my dad used to tell me by the barcode that you will have on the coke so i don't think that this one doesn't have one now it's uh i'm not sure where the where the barcode will be on this but he could tell by the last number that where the where the country the country where he was from gotcha and and i've noticed sometimes it will taste differently man it's just crazy you know that's wild. I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time, like 30 years, but uh, 
you know, I was in uh, Japan and then I, sp- I spent a couple months in uh, South Korea, but we never drank Coke or anything like that. We just drank alcohol. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and after like the second beer or the second, uh, you know, shot, uh, your taste buds are kind of numb. So everything tastes the same anyway. So you can't really tell. But were you were you over there when you were in the army or? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I was in the Marines and uh, right. went over there. Uh, spent a year in Japan, and then we went to South Korea. And you know what's funny is we went to we went to this one beach, and it was uh, it was in South Korea. So we got in there. It was winter time. We went over there for kind of like a cold weather training, and uh, we were in Pohang and Pusan. Uh, and it's all the way at the southern tip, uh, right by the ocean. Well, anyway, we went to this beach one day. It was too cold to go to the beach. We just, you know, we're walking around and there was a a Wendy's, uh, along the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course we couldn't read the name. We just saw the, you know, the logo, but, uh, we go in, I'm not kidding, man. It was like a five-star restaurant. It was, right. <laughs> yeah, it had uh, two big wooden double doors with giant handles on the front, you know, to go in. Um, there was a greeter that greeted you when you walked in. Uh, it was the most crazy shit ever. And I mean, of course, they still had the same food, but the layout and the display, you know, the whole environment was like top notch, man, like super clean, oh, super nice. Uh, it was wild, but. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's mind blowing. How long were you in the army for? Uh, for uh, four years. Okay, nice. It's a, it's a nice thing to do for your country, man. Respect for that. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. I, uh, I wanted to be a marine since I was like, a young kid. You know, my dad was in the navy uh, during the Korean War, and then uh, all his buddies were in the army and marines. And so uh, they would, you know, when I was growing up as a little kid, my parents would have their friends over and they would all play like on a Saturday night and they would all play Mm -hmm. cards, you know, so they'd play poker or pinochle or something like that. And, um, and I would sit around and hear these stories that, you know, these guys would talk about and I'd see these Mm -hmm. old green faded tattoos on their arms uh from the (laughs) marines you know and uh and did you end up getting a tattoo as well oh yeah 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 i got uh i got this one here now let's see all right that yeah usmc okay yeah yeah it's kind of like you know different kind of goth whatever uh yeah yeah yeah. it's cool man it looks good yeah i got one here i'm uh each side of my chest and on one of my leg so nice yeah, this one I got here in America, uh, here in South Carolina, actually. And then um, this one I got in uh, the first, like, six months I was in. It was the very first tattoo I got. It was um, in San Diego, California. This one I got in uh, Okinawa. You'll probably see it, actually. It's faded as hell. In Okinawa? Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. What, what, so what, what is it? This is... Uh, <sighs> get close enough but this is a there's a cartoon called calvin and hobbs um okay years ago and this is calvin holding an m16 and it has usmc underneath this one oh that's cool man i'll be able this is a tiger that's his uh pet 
uh, in the cartoon. That one was in Okinawa. Uh, the guy that gave it to me was drunk as shit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then the one on my leg is uh, Japanese writing um, that uh, says com- uh, comrades. So nice. Hell yeah. So, sorry, man. You were you were saying that it was um, by listening to your to your dad and his French stories that obviously you you started oh, yeah. wanting yeah, to, yeah. to that's leave what, that uh, right. life that's, when you were a kid. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what kind of got me the idea when I was about you know before I was ten years old of going in the military, and I was like, yeah, the Marine sounds cool. But later on, it was uh, yeah. That was you know once I was uh, old enough to you know join. I went down mm-hmm. there. I signed up early, so I had to get my parents' signature, and um, right, okay. And then I had to wait. What was to, that? Sixteen or something? Or yes, uh, seven. Mm-hmm. I just turned seventeen, but I had to wait until I graduated okay. high school. So I could have right. went in before, but I wanted to. I wanted to graduate high school, so um, that's good, man. Yeah, I did that, and then left right, uh, soon after graduation. Yeah, it was fun. It was a uh, you know long time ago. That's cool, man. Ago. <laughs> I mean, my dad was in the in the Spanish Legion. He also enrolled when when he was about sixteen or so. So in in Spain, I'd say probably thirty forty years ago, there was the mandatory military service. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and um, whenever they would turn about eighteen, I think it was uh, you will have to spend. I think it was uh, a year or or so so certain amount of time. Um, serving in the army in the mandatory military service service unit or whatever it's called um, yeah. to explain you in English pretty much so before that anyway a um, couple of years before that my dad wanted to you know to be independent and whatever not and he enrolled in the legion and he was in the special it's called group of special operations or something like this will be the translation I think yeah it's called GOE in Spanish oh, okay. um, so I've always I always wanted to you know um being the military and, and and also that kind of that kind of life, but um, I think uh, it was uh, probably 2008 with the economic crisis, crisis and everything, where yeah. in Spain, um, you know, there was barely any jobs, etc. So going into the military was a very attractive option for everybody. Mm. So they, it just started becoming harder to to actually get in. So oh. you have to have more qualifications, or or it will just give you you could you could join with nothing, but it obviously it will increase your chances and it was very difficult. So um, I ended up coming to the UK, man, and just working when I, when I was 18, I just decided to come here to the UK and yeah. look for a job and learn English. Cause I didn't speak a word of English when I came and, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, and that's been since, you know, but, um, but so how was that? Kind of like, how did you start learning, uh, you know, when you first came over or went over to the UK, how did you start learning uh, English? Like when you first, like the first month, you're probably like, yeah, you're trying to find somebody that would help oh, you. Mate, you're, you're, you're screw- yeah, you're screwed. I mean, <laughs> luckily I had, um, yeah, yeah, mate, trust me. I, especially here in the UK. And, and I don't think it's the same in America, but I'll tell you something. Maybe my, my English uh, friends won't like it so much, but it's the truth. And it's the fact that, because they are English and you speak English everywhere, they don't need to, you know, even have an F, you know, try to speak any other language or learn any other language because whatever you go, you're going to speak English. You know what I mean? Which, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, fair enough. But coming from where I come from, which is a touristic location in the south of Spain where 13,000 people, it's English or, or foreign, 
you 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 always try to help and try to to speak the other language in your own country just to help other people. But obviously, there was nothing like that when I came yeah. here. You know, I had to I had to speak English, and I didn't know a word. I never passed a test in in Spanish when I was in school or in English. But like like my dad says, um, I remember him telling me once, you know, um. The hardest, he said, uh, there is a saying in Spain that basically means that the hardest that things become, the smarter you become, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, to be honest, I would just walk around with my phone and the translator, and every time someone will say something, I had a bit of a trick, which was knowing how to pronounce every letter of the of the best diary, right? Mm. Of the alphabet, sorry. Yeah. So. Because of the because of the sound of each letter, I'll ask people to spell what they were saying, and I will try to more or less figure out what that word was in total. You know, when you when you put it together, yeah. basically, because the accents in here is not like um, in other places. In here, from one city to another, their accent goes so different. You know, right. oh yeah, <laughs> which for is, sure, um, which is crazy. But um, yeah, dude, that's wild. Yeah, man, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's a bit like embarrassing during situations where, or I was in situations where I didn't know what they were saying to me, or people that maybe, you know, I had the feeling like, man, if I if I could speak English, you you know, you would be getting a proper answer, you know, like a real right. answer, and you wouldn't be saying what you're saying now. But um, that was just my motivation to think like, you know, what one day I'm going to learn English, I'm going to I'm going to be able to speak properly to anybody, and there's no one walking over me without me being able right. to, to say something, you know. Man, that's a so good thing. I think that, was, uh, that was the fuel, yeah. I think, uh, see, America is the same way, like what you're talking about. It's starting to get better as far as like accepting, you know, different languages and trying to learn different languages. But uh, for years, man, everyone with this attitude here was, uh, you're in America, you should speak English, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, mm. instead of being open to learning other languages, like we've, you know, we should have. I feel like we should have, you know, America should have been teaching our kids different languages since for for a long time. We should have started that a long time ago. So where uh, they're teaching them, you know, in in school as they're growing up uh, or just families, you know, I I wish it was more accepted. Uh, It is probably, you know, a language barrier is one of the most difficult things to get over because. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, before technology, before, um, you know, phones and, you know, the, the, like tablets or whatever you couldn't, if you ran into somebody that didn't speak, you know, like what you did years ago, um, if you didn't have a way to communicate, like you can use hand signals for certain oh, things. I use that a lot, man. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking that, you know, the universal language. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Food, you know, what, like that kind of thing. But it's, uh, it is, it's very difficult to, uh, you, you, you almost really can't build a relationship without mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the actual language, you know, um, it is. I so mean, my, my son, one of my sons married a, a girl from, uh, Colombia. And she's only been here in America for two years. So she's still learning, uh, you know, she's still trying to learn English. So she speaks real broken English, but she has two kids. Her kids, uh, you know, started learning back in Colombia, like learning English, you know, both, both languages. Mm -hmm. So now they speak perfect, both uh, Spanish and English. 
And yeah. so they'll translate for her, but she doesn't want them to translate for her all the time because she's trying to learn. So she'll do the same thing with us when she comes over. Uh, she'll talk to us and she'll use the translator thing. And I'll try to learn because I want to learn Spanish, you know. Um, so I'll try oh, to learn cool, from man. her. Yeah, I want to learn all these languages. <laughs> when I was in Japan, I wanted to learn Japanese, but I, I got, uh, I took like two classes, and then uh, I got sucked into the um, drinking every night abyss. <laughs> I just went <laughs> okay, out and partied. Yeah, I just went out and yeah. partied. Yeah. That's funny, man. I mean, you know what? When I never expected anyone here to try and speak Spanish for me or to, but what I expected was more like to understand that I don't speak that language, man. Like maybe take it slow, you know, like I right. can't, I can't understand you. Can you speak a bit slower? And people was, they would still speak with the same, you know, slang or, <laughs> or speaking as fast. And I was thinking, great, man, just wait till you come over to Spain and you ask me, though, do you know where? Where this place is, I'll be like, sorry, no English, you fucking, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's annoying, man. Like I was thinking, but well, um, you know, it's uh, I understand it, and you know, if uh, I, I wouldn't, uh, I, for example, where I work, I always tell people to to speak English, even if there is Spanish people or people from somewhere else from same nationalities. I, I try to make sure they speak English, but at the end of the day, we are in an English speaking country and everybody else should be able to understand you when you're talking, especially in your work environment or things yeah. like that. But, um, but man, I'm, I'm up for uh, learning every other language too. Like I can speak a bit of Polish. My missus is from Poland, so I can speak a little bit of Polish. And I oh, understand okay. when she's swearing at me and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, and, right. Yeah. But, um, but you know, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's cool to be able to learn other languages, and there is a lot of American people that speak Spanish, for example. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to we're starting to get there. We're starting to get you know, kind of learning that kind of thing. I, man, I I had so yesterday I did a podcast with a girl uh, that's in uh, Slovenia, which is it's okay. uh, over by Austria and Hungary and Croatia and all that, and she speaks cool. really good English, uh, but she speaks like four languages. You know, and that is, um, and then I've messaged people recently and in the past to, you know, invite them on to the podcast and, uh, and they'll, and they're in different countries and they'll say, I really, you know, thank you for the invite, but I don't speak good enough English. And I'm always like, damn, I wish I spoke these other languages. Cause, uh, I've invited a handful of people from Brazil and uh, Mexico and Spain, yeah. you know, from all these different areas that, uh, where they speak Spanish and I'm like, dang it, I need to get, but you know, when I, I was thinking about trying it out on this podcast, trying to do like a, have a third party, you know, a third person on here as a translator and trying to do a podcast oh, yeah. that way. So oh, I man, need to, whenever you need, need some help, I'm, I'm up for it, man. And whenever you want to just chat for a bit and have me as a the translator, I'll, I'll help you out, man. That's no yeah, problem. That would be cool. Oh, it's, it, it is a shame, man. It is a shame. But to be honest, I'm, English, it is the most um, spoken language in the world. People should should want to want to learn it too, you know. Um, yeah. And and I think it was a mistake for me, for example, when I, as a kid, I didn't think I needed to speak English. I thought, well, you know, I'm in Spain. Why do I need to speak English? And you know, life, you never know what's what's waiting there for you. Right. I ended up here talking English, and I think in English and speaking English more than I do in Spanish. Right. It's crazy, man. It's, uh, but yeah. It's now you said uh, your your missus is from uh, Poland. Did you guys meet yeah. in the UK? 
Yeah, yeah. So she's lived here since she was six years old or something. So she's okay. pretty much, you know, very well. She's adapted very well. Obviously, she's been here many years. But we met at work. Yeah, we met okay. a couple of years ago. Um, we met at work. Yeah. Okay. And now she's my fiance. So <laughs> awesome, man! Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hopefully does she we'll uh, get married? She doesn't. She doesn't mind you. Does she like that you play airsoft? We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we the thing with Airsoft is I've always followed a few people that I know from back home in Spain that play Airsoft. And... And I always found it very interesting. I always thought, you know, I want to do that. I didn't consider doing it in England. I didn't even think about it because my friends were in Spain. There is a place, there is a place in Spain called City of Airsoft in Malaga, in the south of Spain, which is where I'm from. Oh, okay. So I always thought, you know, one of these days I'll go whenever I'm in Spain. I never thought it would be something that I would get so into that I'll be thinking about it and doing it <laughs> every day. I never, ever thought. You're like, what? I'm like not going to do that. No, I never, I never even thought it was an option. Never thought of it, uh, something that I will get so hooked into, man. Um, but uh, once uh, with a friend called Jimmy, um, he works where I. Well, he used to work where I work, and he said, "Oh, let's go and play paintball, everybody. I've got tickets, you know, for some team bonding." So he was a team leader. I was the manager at the time, and we said, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's go paintballing." So we went paintballing, and I spent lots of money man uh i don't know i think i spent like nearly 200 pounds for the day or some some crazy thing like that oh my god yeah yeah yeah. well i think like i went there and they were like oh you can have this commando set and you buy and you get this the master gloves you get this and that and you use this gun that is better than that one and i was like yeah yeah everything i, I thought you know what give me all the ammo that you can have in this pack and all the everything that was that was a a mistake but <laughs> but at the end of the day yeah because when i when i got in and then we started playing i quickly realized that mostly everybody that was there was people that just wanted to people like us that wasn't into it or that wasn't doing it seriously or anything it was just there to shoot as much as you can try and hit as many people as you can right and adrenaline rush blah, 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 and that's it gone for the day and gone home for me when i finished playing i thought this doesn't look like what I want, but the, the, I need to get into this airsoft stuff. You know, I thought, I thought, I think the airsoft side of it will be more realistic. So I started researching it and everything, and I, you know, I can't <laughs> stop now. It's like it's, it's oh, that's it's, uh, funny. You know, it's an yeah. addiction, man. And she comes with me, so she was she was working with us. Sorry, that's what I wanted to get to. Sorry, so she was working with us, so she came that day. She liked it. She liked shooting some people and whatever not. Yeah. At the time, just like me, I thought, yeah, this is cool. Let's try it. 
And now she comes with me all the time. If she doesn't play, she'll be around with a high vis taking pictures and Oh nice. Yeah, so so she likes it, man. So we have fun together. I mean, you know, everything I'm doing with the channel and, and then Instagram and everything. It's um sometimes it's a one man operation and sometimes uh, you know, you have help and I have a lot of help from her. I've got a lot of support from her and from other people that, you know, maybe someone helped me with something. She records some of the videos, takes lots of pictures. So yeah, we share the hobby together, man. It's great. That is cool. Hell yeah. <clears throat> okay. You, I've, I've seen in some of your videos that you were mentioning you had never played Airsoft at that time. Have you played Airsoft now? Uh-uh. Ever? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I have seen you. But I have seen you in, in your Instagram. I've seen you, uh, you at know, wearing field. your plate carrier or at the uh-huh. field as a press, as p- taking pictures or... Yep. Just taking Sick, pictures. Man. Why have you never? Why have you never played? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play next year, like uh, 2023, coming up. You know, when uh, when weather okay. gets better. Yeah, I'm gonna play. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I have plans on playing. I just haven't done it yet. Okay. I gotta, I I gotta mean, get my feet working better. So. Okay. Okay. No, no problem. That uh, I understand that, man. Um, I was asking because I've seen people that. Um, well, there is there is a subject out there which is some ex-army people doesn't like airsoft at all for certain reasons. Oh, I haven't right. looked into it. I've heard of that. And there is, I don't know what I'm not sure what is the the reason behind it. I don't know if you've uh, heard more into it or not. But the only thing that uh, that I've heard, or I guess kind of see, maybe I've heard it too about that is um, maybe they that they don't like the um the guys that are like that have never been in the military but are mm-hmm. really gung ho on the airsoft which is fine but that what they don't like about it is uh they act like to the veterans they act like they know more about all this stuff which they mm-hmm. do they yeah, really do makes sense you know they know more about the the field you know where they're at uh all their their own gear and stuff like that so I, that's the only thing I've I've heard. I, it certainly doesn't it bother sense. me, um, you know. So no, it's, but it makes sense. I can understand why that yeah. might bother somebody, though. I get it. Yeah, I I don't know. I just uh, most people I've talked with, I've had a lot of people on here that are veterans, and none of them have you know obviously they play airsoft, so they like it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I mean you're always going to run into people that are just like. Oh yeah. Well, the other thing too is when you're passionate about something, right? When 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 people are passionate about something, uh, people on the outside that don't really care about that whatever it is, mm. they don't they don't really they're kind of like eh, whatever you know they're not really. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the uh, some of the veterans no, that yeah, don't yeah, like the. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. This. Uh, I mean, there's a man, there's some groups of, of guys that have, you know, teams, airsoft teams that have never been in the military, but are hardcore about, you know, like Milsims. I mean, Milsim, yeah, yeah. they could definitely be in the military, you know what I mean? Like if they wanted, it is uh, for as much as they do and they train and they're, you know, they, they're in shape, they exercise and they get out there and do this uh, Milsims and stuff. They're, um, yeah, they're definitely, uh, you know, they're they're 
They're very no, 100%, good. 100%, man. It's yeah. a different breed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting, man. We have a team as well. It's called the uh, West Foreign Legion. I think uh, if you've seen it uh, on the Instagram or I probably mentioned it when I spoke to you. Let me show you. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so um, the, okay. one of the guys that uh, my best mate, he's, he's um, a tattoo artist. So basically, oh, he did all the design for us and whatever. Not. Right. That looks good. Bennett.art. Yeah. So we thought, you know, we're a bunch of foreigners in, in the UK. So we live in the West. So the West Foreign Legion, man. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you've heard of the French. Yeah. The French Foreign the Legion. French yeah. Foreign Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. So it's, you know, we got the Spanish Legion, French Foreign Legion, I think this Brazilian Legion, British Legion. There is a lot of um, uh, players out in Brazil, huh? since you mentioned the Brazil earlier. Oh my gosh, a ton. Like I had no idea that it was that big, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but this is this is what I'm finding out. Like this is a common thing I'm finding out for everyone I'm talking with. When I talked to the girl yesterday in uh, Slovenia, I never even, you know, she's the first one I've ever talked to in that in that country. It's fairly small. She said there's like uh, Slovenia is like 2 million people total in the country. And wow. um yeah, and so that's how many people live in Birmingham, pretty much one million something. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, she's talking like uh, there's a huge airsoft community in Slovenia. There's a huge airsoft. She said her and her mates go play in uh, Hungary and Croatia. And I said, they play over there. She's like, oh, dude, there's so many. Like, it's a huge group of airsofters in Hungary and Croatia. And I said, well, Austria, too, because Austria is like north of them. Because I talked to a girl. Uh, from Austria or, you know, lives in Austria uh, a while ago. And uh, she said, um, yeah, Austria too. Like all these, you know, like we, all these different countries around us have a huge airsoft, uh, you know, following. And I said, what? Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah, definitely, man. I didn't know. I never knew it was um, so big. Um, it's just the fact that I see, I constantly see people from, uh, Brazil on the Instagram everywhere it's just so many people that it just stands out more than other countries I was thinking them it's uh it's crazy how big it is how many people there is everywhere man it's just um how 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 many years I'm I'm not sure I've, I've watched uh, a few of your your podcasts especially the ones from with people that I know or that I have contact with on on the media and stuff here in the mm-hmm. UK um but how long have you been into into there, something. I know it started when you when your kid um, ended up buying something, or you saw yep. it and you picked up an interest. Yeah, right. How long so ago was that man? That was uh, uh, the beginning of 2019. So right, yeah. So the beginning of 2019, it was like uh, January, February of 2019. These got two of my sons uh, went and played airsoft, and they hadn't played since they were like you know 10 years old. Um, so they went with their buddy and, um, uh, when they came back and they were talking about it, I was like, Oh, let me, let me start filming this stuff. And that's when we started, I think our first video came out in April, like the first day of April or first week of April or the last week of March of 2019. And, um, and so that was when that was my first, uh, 
knowledge or, you know, learning about airsoft. I had no, known about the, you know, little Springer pistols that I got them when they were like 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was all I knew about airsoft. I didn't know anything, nothing. I knew paintball. I played paintball for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that uh, when they said airsoft, they're going to play airsoft, you know, and they're like, you know, they're 20 something years old. And I said, what, what, you're going to play with a little bunch of little kids or something? Like what's going on? Um, so anyway, when they came back and they brought, uh, one of their M4s, they got one of the M4s, like, a I don't know, whatever they got. And they brought it in and I was like, at first, cause they had changed the orange tip. They took the orange tip off. And at first okay. I said, um, Oh, you guys going to the range, you know, cause we have AR 15, you know, real steel guns. We have a bunch of, you know, real mm-hmm. guns. And I thought they were going to go shooting with their friend. I said, so you guys are going to the range? And they're like, no, this is an airsoft gun. I said, what? Let me see that thing. <laughs> so that's what really got me interested uh, after, you know, when we started doing the, the videos. But yeah, that was my first uh, introduction to airsoft. So it's only been, you know, it'll be almost four years. But uh, I didn't start doing these. So that's when we started doing the videos for YouTube. That's when I learned. Uh, and I didn't start doing these podcasts until I've, I've been doing these about a year, almost a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I know that. Um, yeah. You, I've done, um, I've seen so many of your um, unboxing. Yeah. The unboxing. And they're quite good, man. Some of them are. Thank you. Loads of views as well. I've seen 16, 20K. Some of them are crazy, man. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, so those what that's how we started our channel. So our channel started with uh, unboxings. <clears throat> so when uh, when these guys came back from going to the uh, to play airsoft, and I said, "Hey, let me start filming some of these guns and whatever you know, you can test them out, and I'll film it." Well, then their buddy who got them into it, JP, he said, uh, "Hey, they have these uh, mystery boxes. I want to start getting some." And I and he was oh, telling yeah. me about it. Yeah. And I said, what is it now? So he explained it. And I said, yeah, let's do it, man. I want to try it out. That's really cool. You know, it sounds awesome. So when we started doing that, uh, I was I was super excited. Um, so we all started getting those boxes. And that's how our channel started out. And those became very popular. Uh, that's where most of our, you know, that was all of our videos, uh, a lot of those in the beginning. And that's where we got a lot of followers. That's where we got a lot of subs. Um People and I started the Discord stuff right away. I started all the you know different you know things right away. Well then, uh, we had and I was doing live streams. Like I mean, I was putting out. We were putting out three videos a week for almost a year. Wow. Uh, because I I was like, wow. Let's. I, I was on there at you know I was stuck at home, so I was like, hey, let's film this, let's film this, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. again, yes, come on, so let's you- go. So, man, did you have an interest on um, filming before? Not really. No. Uh-uh. I, uh, okay. I Growing up, or I mean, you know, when our kids were little, I was always the one in the family to take pictures of everybody, you know, okay. like family events uh, of our kids, you know, that kind of stuff. So I was always the one taking pictures. And, uh, and then once uh, we started this thing, I was like, here, let me, let me just video it. Um, that was it. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know anything about yeah, editing that's or nothing. Cool, man. Yeah. No, no. Just, just wondering because some people, you know, have a have a bit of a skill set, and then they start doing it. I'm the same as you, man. I've, 
Yeah. I'm actually, I, I actually am the one that takes always pictures and whatever. Not my girlfriend's always, oh no, no, I don't look well now. <laughs> but um, you know, but uh, I'm always taking pictures around and stuff. But I've never actually done any editing in terms of videos or pictures or anything. I have uh, mixed some music in the past um, oh. when I was younger, and 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 I can you know maybe look at the audio and and do something with it when it comes to recording and putting it together. But yeah. Um, but man, yeah, it's a whole other ball game. This this editing and it's. Uh, but I'm finding that, um, like, I, I made a video yesterday. I recorded a video yesterday. So, um, we've got this. I've got this guy sponsoring me now, which is, Who is um, that? Elite, elite Advantage. Okay. Elite Elite Advantage. Not sure if you can see it well yeah. now. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. So, um, they're actually based in California. They're over there in the in the states, and the. I've got a really good relationship going with them and they've sent us this plate carrier over here, which is... Let me, oh, that's cool, man. You, man. So yeah, your setup back here is awesome. They've sent over... Yeah, so they said something quite good yep. with the quick release system, etc. So it's it's a, a nice bit, bit of kit and so that I can review it and have something to make more content and to test it on the game and take pictures and I was doing that video last night and I did another one this morning uh, reviewing a an SMG, uh, S, SMC9. I can show you actually. It's right here. Yeah, let's check it out. So just to just for an unboxing and, and the review of it and stuff. Oh, that's cool looking, bro. Yeah, what? man. It's... it's yeah, it's quite interesting. That is to be cool. Yeah. So you press this one here, you can fold it stock. It's magnet in here. Oh, that's awesome. So it's it's quite good. Um, yeah, um, and I'm finding, man, that the more videos I record, which I hate the... I, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say I hate it, but I struggle always more with the recording bit, right? With uh, what I'm saying, I question myself too much. I think <laughs> I, I like to be, I like to be as well, like straight to the point. Like I watch uh -huh. some of the reviews of, I watch some reviews that I always think like, fuck, you know, I, I, I'm not interested on that. I, I want an opinion more of, you know, maybe there's different, um, I guess, um, audience for different type of reviews, etc. Right. So I try to yeah. go um, really straight to the chase and tell you this is what this is, what this does, what I think. That's it. Pretty much. I don't go into other subjects or things like that. Maybe I do in the future, maybe when I find my own style. But at the moment, I'm enjoying more the editing as I record more, etc. I'm enjoying more the editing and I have more fun doing it. And the thumbnails and things like that, trying to, to do something that I've never done before, right? So yeah, it's a, it's exciting. But yeah, it's it's so cool. hard, man. I see I see what other people do and I'm like, how do you do that? Like, you know? Yeah, um, man. But yeah. Well, if you're going to edit, uh, so if you're going to do it on your phone, there's a couple of apps that um, you can use on your phone to uh, edit, okay. you know? There's one called Splice that's uh, really, okay. really good. Um, I mean, I'm editing at the moment. Well, well, the, how do you spell that? Sorry. There oh, we go Splice? With the yeah, it's uh, S-P-L-I-C-E. Yeah. All right, sound. Yeah. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, so... At the moment, I've been editing on the laptop with Filmora. Okay, yeah. 
Yep, you can use that too. Yeah, there's a bunch of free ones. Um, so if you're just doing, so if you're going to edit uh, the review stuff, like unboxing mm -hmm. review, uh, and you want to get, you know, say these points, right, and have it kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, real cut, you know, uh, to each point, then um, mm -hmm. what we started doing was uh, we would uh, we would actually write down or I would type out, they would tell me all the different things. The guys would tell me all the different parts that they wanted to review, you know, talk about. And so yeah, I would type yeah. it into a word document, little bullet points. Uh, I would print it out for them and they were actually, you couldn't see it on camera when they would do the review, but um, mm -hmm. they would have it right in front of them on the table and they would look down at it. They'd read the first line and memorize it. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they'd, they'd go. Okay. So, all I told them was, we can record the whole thing. Um, just give me some time in between. So look down, read it. Don't start talking until you're looking at the camera, right? Uh, so that yeah. you can't tell. And I said, and don't move around. Just stay in one spot so that uh, I can cut these sections out where you're looking down, where you're stopping, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, and then give me some time in between so that I see the audio when I put it in the editor, I see the audio mm -hmm. is missing. You know, it's quiet right there. So then I just cut, right. cut, cut that out. And then it, it everything yeah, goes yeah, together yeah, yeah. really quickly and easily. But yeah, you take the breathing out and things mm -hmm. like that. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I do, I do do the same. I write everything down and all of my ideas in the phone. I even watch other people's reviews to see what they think about them guns or, or what they, what they comment on or what they find interesting about them. If I don't know much about them, just to to for awareness, really. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just um, a training, like in every other game, I guess. You know, the more you do it, the better you get, and and it's just consistency and hard work and dedication, really, like you do, really, with the right. podcast and and with everything, man. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah. 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 You too, man. That's good. It. I'm glad you're starting to do that. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I recorded that one last night. Recorded this other one this morning. I've already edited the one from last night, and we'll be going out tomorrow actually uh, at um, half past eight GMT, so English English time. And and I'll see. I think um, at the moment I'm posting one a week. So it's what what I'm managing to be to be producing really. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, one a yeah, week I'm is, is great. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people can't Thank do that. You. A lot of people can't do the uh, you know. Uh, once a week, you know, it's, you have to have the content. So then you have to edit it and get it ready and then post it, whatever. But yeah, one a week is, is great. It is hard. Yeah. You, well, mm. you know how hard it is, man. Yeah. But working, you know, working and, and then finish work, you get home, you got your life to do, you know, my missus, uh, I have a lot of respect for her as well. Cause she, you know, she puts up with me wanting to do this as well. All the time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I you told know, um, uh, my wife's like, uh, so now she's starting to get used to it because I'm doing so many of these podcasts. <laughs> but um, mm -hmm. a few months ago, she's like, she was like, oh, we have, uh, we're, we're doing this one night. I'm like, nope, I have a podcast. And she's like, how many podcasts do you have? I'm like, a lot. So I, uh, I went yeah, in there and I wrote great. it. She used a calendar, you know, uh, a calendar on our refrigerator. So I went in there and uh, I wrote in all the time, you know, times I have podcasts like today and, you know, all these different times. And so <laughs> she's like, okay, she's good with it now. Like it's, it's no problem, you know, but before she was like, 
um, how many are you doing? I said, well, I want to, I want to release three a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Wow. That's good, and, man. um, and that's what I've been doing for quite a while. Uh, and she's like, Oh, okay. That's a lot. And I said, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, uh, I yeah. think, um, we should all thank you for that, man, because uh, what you're doing is towards the community and, you know, and, and you're giving this platform for people even like myself to, to be able to talk and to put themselves out there. And not everyone is doing that, you know, and the fact that you will yeah. have anyone in your in your channel, which you have a reputation, and it's it's, it's really cool, man. I appreciate thank it. You. I respect you for that. Thank you. Well, listen, thank you uh, for telling me that. And, you know, I've had a bunch of people say that to me and I and send me a message. Uh, and I really appreciate the gratitude. Um, but, man, I have to tell you, I'm the one that is honored. I, I'm, I'm really with talking no. all you guys. I am, uh, I'm very, very grateful to have met every single person I've had on here. Uh, it, it's, it's been great. It's been really good. So I appreciate what you guys do because you guys are out there doing this shit. Um, and spending <laughs> all your money on this gear and, and games and <laughs> putting the time in, man. Definitely, cool. man. Yeah. I mean, I want to give everything back as well, man. I mean, I don't. Um, I mean, thank, thankfully, you know, through through a lot of hard work, I'm in a position where I can where I, I can make a living out of what I do in a as a, an, a work in logistics, basically, and yeah. and I make a living out of it, right? But um, you know, if if uh, something that I'm enthusiastic about or that I have a passion about, and within three to four to four to five years, I can maybe make some money out of it to be able to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it doesn't cost me so much money because it costs so much money, as you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if I can, if I can take a part of that, what I make and give it out to someone every month on a gameplay or, or on a giveaway or something, something significant that make a change for them. Yeah. Then that's, that will be, you know, what I will have as a reward, really being able to give something back to those people that follow you and watch your videos and, and comment on them and subscribe and all of that, which means a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so you got a so you got a couple of good, uh, cool looking guns back there on your wall that you showed uh, earlier. Oh, yeah, what is that? An AR? Is that an ARP nine? So. Oh no, that's not okay. So here I've got a Magpul, so it's an M4. Gotcha. I've got it with a tracer unit and a chrono in it. Nice. And the hollow in there, and this one it's a. It's a Rat Packs, which is a DMR. Gotcha. It's doing at around 430 FPS Woo! at the moment. Nice. This is my my baby, my MP9, which um, I love because Dude. it's so snappy, man. It's crazy. That thing is awesome. Is that a blowback? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's gas. Oh, I it's love, gas. That, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, shit. Uh, it's really, really snappy. I promise you, Iraq, when I go to... And, and everyone that has an MP9 must, must have the same um, experience. But when I go anywhere I go, they always look at me like, damn, what the hell is that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's just so snappy. Even when I'm doing chrono or something, if uh, by accident I put full out on the chrono, they look at me like, damn, like, what the hell is that? You know, right. um, I've got a couple of pistols here. So I've got an AAP-01, a Glock-19, and a Glock-17. Yeah, Dude, Those are awesome, just, yeah. Uh, few pistols in them and put um what do you like better the uh aap01 or the glock um 
It's an interesting question, man. Um, to be honest, if I am carrying and I'm wearing my normal gear, if I'm out in the field with a M4 or with a Rapax or something like that, I'll probably be carrying my Glock. However, if I'm playing CQB, mm. um, especially when I'm playing for like eight hours or six hours, the game says not for eight hours and you're there for playing for five or six hours. Yeah, I just find it my my back always gets. I get always more tired when I'm carrying, you know, bigger and heavier guns, and it's harder to maneuver and move. And I'm more, you know, it's I'm, I'm quicker when I'm carrying a pistol, so I just carry the AAP. Yeah, which um, with a with an extended mag, I need mm. to get a a drone mag and and get it HPA and <laughs> and that will be it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the next thing. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely gonna get. Um, everything, the whole kit just for HPA. I think I was looking at 150 pounds or something like that, and then getting a a drone mag and a magazine adapter for my MP9, the AAP, and all of that, and just go HPA when I'm CQB, man, because I just don't like it that there is someone else playing out there that has an advantage, you know, that, that uh-huh. have it easier than me. So I need to get that and then take it away from them. <laughs> 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 you know, no so, reloads yeah. yeah you're good yeah um yeah it's just uh well it's now at the moment i'm carrying a couple of mags and and i've got gas on my on my partner's backpack so i'll, I'll be opening this backpack filling up mine carry on you know and i've got gas on mine for him um but if, if i can uh, avoid that then much better <laughs> now do you play mostly uh skirmishes like one day skirms or whatever yeah, so um, it's interesting you asked that as well, yeah, because um, in different countries, I was talking to a guy who's in Japan, and obviously in different countries, you've got different game plays, different game styles. Right. So, yeah, um, in here, I normally, I try to play at least twice a month, um, if I can, maybe three times a month. Um, and I play either CQB or a skirmish, but at the moment, it's really cold, man. And I don't want to get out in, no. in the field so cold because, um, as you can tell, I have a bit of a cough as well. I've, I've been with a bit of a cold. And, yeah, at the moment, I'm playing I'm playing indoors, man, CQB. Right. I'm going to Hell's Airsoft next Sunday um, and the department CQB the Sunday after. Okay. So, so what is your, uh, when you play outdoor, yeah. what is your uh, main field? What's your home field for outdoor? Um, I, I, it's interesting, you know, because I don't have a, a home field, I will say. I don't have my preferred site or, or, well, maybe I have preferred sites, but I don't have a site that I go to more often than others because oh, okay. since I started playing, I've been getting to know the UK just by going to different places all the time. And right. Just trying to to go to different places to get different um, surroundings in terms of the pictures as well, so that you get different uh, mm. more variety in your content. Um, which I only thought of doing as I was playing airsoft because my girlfriend started taking pictures all the time. So I thought, yeah. you know what? Let's uh, let's make something out of it. Let's let's put it out there so people can see it and and we get to know people, etc. But I go to a place which is called. Um, well, I'm going to a CQB called the Department CQB, which I, I, to be honest, I have a lot of fun in that. I've been there once and I'm going to go again. I've booked a couple of dates already. So, yeah, that one is quite good. But in terms of outdoor, um, Ansio, it's a place in Leek, 
it's okay. an old training camp and the marshals are quite nice um the place is quite cool i've got a video of a game playing there i think it's my a video my first video that's called addicted to airsoft after this gameplay okay because it was this this uh the first time that i went to an outdoor oh nice and and i thought i loved it it's just really cool because they have in this place they have buildings and they also have a lot of um outdoor areas you know so sometimes you're in the building sometimes you're outdoor and it's just it's different you can be sniping from from the building as long as you your rifle is outside the window and you've got people uh, out there in the in the field you know so it's it's quite interesting it's quite interesting and i had a lot of fun yeah <clears throat> yeah I so you're a meal sim man yeah i was gonna say mill sims and then uh because i was you know i've had so many people on here from uh from the uk all different areas you know like um i've heard of all these different uh sites out there where you guys mm-hmm. go Dirty Dog and uh, yeah, yeah, you know a bunch of, um, I guess really like Halo something or whatever, mm-hmm. Halo Grounds. Um, I've heard of I've heard of Dirty Dog. Um, I know that it's a Driverwood. Yeah, yeah, there is a few places like that. Those are a bit more towards the north, and I haven't been there yet. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, eventually I'll have to visit them as well. Yeah. But is that there is more mill sims over there where you where you are, yeah. I think, no? Yeah, that's I what I was that, uh, yeah, there's a ton of mill sims. Um there's a, a handful of really big mill sim companies, you know, uh event coordinators that uh that so there's and they have multiple mill sims throughout the year. Each one of them do. So there's Mill Sim West, there's uh American Mill Sim uh, and then Third Coast Airsoft, and then Ly- uh, Operation Lion Claws or Op Lion Claws. So those are the big ones that I've, you know, heard of the most, I guess. And uh, they do. There, there's always a uh, an event going on. Um, yeah. So and these things are, you know, a lot of them are really big. So the one we went to in March, that's where you'll see like some of the stuff on my Instagram where I was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 700 people at the event wow. and, uh, it was just massive, man. Tons of people everywhere and, uh, pyro, Damn. like grenades going off constantly. <laughs> I love to do a proper meal scene, man. Mm-hmm. I love to, I love to do that. And one of the things I want to do is to, to start traveling around and, I wanna. I've got some plans to go to Spain for a meal sim over there, and oh, nice! I'd love to go to America at some point, man. It would be crazy good. It would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I've only been to one um, game where it lasted twenty four hours, which mm. during the night you where you're sleeping and where you're eating and everything, they can still you know um, ambush you in there, or you you you're sleeping with your eye pro on, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Which it was, it was crazy. It was, it was quite interesting. You know, it was different, but it wasn't a meal sim. It wasn't, it wasn't exactly what what I've seen mm. from 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 guys from over there, from where you are, and okay, and that's that's what I want. You know, I want to 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 have that day of an experience, which is you know, follow follow these instructions, and and you know, it's just different. Right. I think, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then they, we have vehicles as well. So we have, um, mm-hmm. they'll have technical vehicles. So you can bring a, they've, 
you know, people have uh, big vehicles like a pickup truck or something like that with uh, mounted guns on them. They'll have like um, a Humvee going around. This last one we went to just a a month ago, they had, um, there was a Humvee, uh, you know, real Humvee with uh, a 50 cal uh, mounted on top Mm -hmm. that was shooting blanks. So it was, it sounded, you know, real, real. Uh, and then they have, um, they have these propane cannons. So they set up these cannons. They look like mortar tubes. It looks like a mortar tube and they, they fill it with uh, propane and then release it. I guess they, you know, it has a valve or something. When they release it, the sound comes out of the tube. Uh, it doesn't shoot anything. It's just there for sound effects. So it sounds like artillery. Um, so that's going off and then the 50 cal is driving around and then they have a helicopter that you can buy a ticket for to ride in the helicopter and shoot people. (laughs) And, uh, and the helicopter flies at night in blackout mode. So completely stealth. The guy flies with, uh, NVGs on, okay. With nods on the pilot and, so you got the helicopter coming around, you got all these mortars going off, you got the, you know, 50 cal, and then they'll have red flares that they let off to, uh, I mean, it is, re- it looks like you're in a battle zone. <laughs> well, yeah. man, it sounds just like well, what I would love to do, man. Um, and, and the thing is that I've I got a couple of friends that would love to, to, to experience something like that too, I'm sure. So Yeah, for um, sure. It would be really interesting, man. That sounds that sounds really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, you guys need to – I'm surprised they haven't done that over there yet because you guys have a lot of airsoft stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, over here, what, what I've tried, for example, when I went to this 24-hours event, um, there was vehicles in there. Mm. And you know, we there was people that was using knots at night, etc. And it was there was something else. And th- in this Antio place that I've mentioned to you about, mm-hmm. they've also bought some tactical vehicles a couple of times. But I've never seen anything like what you have mentioned. Like, gotcha. Um, I've seen I've seen that there has been things like that. Um, I haven't been at a game where I've had the opportunity to experience that. And yeah. that will be yeah, that will be great, man. I'd love to do that. Right. I think I have to go over there soon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, did you uh, did you hear about the? Uh, well, you, I'm sure you heard about it. Did you go to that National Airsoft Festival? No, the NAF I didn't. over there in the yeah, UK. I've heard, ab- I've heard about it, um, yeah. and I can guarantee you, I will be there on the next one. But I, I wasn't, I wasn't there this time. Okay, I wasn't able to. So yeah. I was, I was working, man. <laughs> well, there's a, so the, uh, I talked with, within the last couple of months, I've talked with a couple of people that have been there and, okay. uh, they, yeah, I've, I've seen, uh, I've seen those podcasts, I think. Yeah. Krios, yeah. uh, Krios photography. And then a couple of people and they were, they were all talking, you know, talking to me about going there next year. Mm. So, right. You should, man. I'm really thinking about it. I told I told my wife I'd love I was to like, meet you there, man. It'd yeah, be that'd good. be fucking awesome, man. There's so many people I talked with over there that uh, are going to be there next year, and so I started looking up plane tickets. Um, so I told my wife, I said, yeah. "Hey, you want to go to uh, you want to go to the UK next year?" She's like, "Yeah," because she wants to travel, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, "All right, we might might be going over there for airsoft thing." She's like, "Okay." So <laughs> sounds good, man. And that's uh, you know if. If you get her to come with you as well, just because of um, 
because of that. It's, uh, it's yeah. crazy, man. That'd be cool. It's really good. And it will be amazing for you as well as an experience to meet so many people that you've talked to, you know? Right. And and see where they're at as well whenever you talk to them maybe the next time because it's likely some of the people you're going to speak to on your podcast maybe you don't speak to again in a long time, maybe. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting, you know? It'll be quite cool, man. I always try yeah, to have... Yeah, uh, meet you there. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be so cool. Well, this last uh, Milson we went to last month, uh, I met eight people that were, or more than eight, but around eight to 10 people that I've had on the podcast, they were at this yeah. Milsim and I met them, you know, in person. And uh, these are guys from all different states in the United States. So I was, I'm from South Carolina, you know, I'm here in South Carolina. The Milsim was, you know, just a couple hours away uh, from me here in South Carolina. The guys I met were from Georgia, uh, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, uh, I don't know, like six or seven different states and um, Florida. So uh, it, it was really cool. So I would love to come over there and meet. I don't know how many people from the UK I've talked to, man, probably 20, like 15. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be cool. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. No, definitely, man. Um, yeah. And it happens. It happens to me sometimes, you know, that it's even crazy. It's how, how small the world is, you know, at the end of the day, I've gone right. to, an airsoft place um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago where I met someone that used to work with me. And the last place I thought I'll see that person will be at an airsoft place, um, at an airsoft site, you know? And it was cool right. because I saw him again. I was like, you know, it was good to have a chat and to play together. It was crazy. I, <laughs> you know, it was, um, and I've met people at work that I, that I work with and I've now got good relationships with them. Um, and I said, oh, actually, I play airsoft. And they were like, oh, I play airsoft too. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know. That, that's, that's cool. Um, and you always find that it most likely is, uh, it tends to be like-minded people, you know, which right. is the beauty about obviously having a common passion, you know, or, or a hobby that you that you like, you know, which is. Exactly. It's the beauty of it, man. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. When is the When is the next festival again? I think uh, they said it was August. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It's the only time you, you might get a good day of uh, good weather in England, you know, in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> it might be the one day it might be in August. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's not rainy. <laughs> every day, man. Yeah. And there's fog outside and rain every day. So um, I want to play in the snow, man. I want to play in the snow. Okay. I find it um, really cool, you know, get a white camo and, and maybe maybe use a sniper or something. And it, it could be it could be quite interesting. It could be different. I right. would definitely be up for that, man. And it's just that something else, another challenge as well. It's something, you know, you're going to be cold or you're going to be, you know, it's going to be completely different. So it's, it's going to be cool, man. Yeah, that would be I cool. I love shit. to play in the snow. Yeah, I would definitely, definitely. not want to be in the snow. Uh, so... <laughs> I don't like the cold, man. Hell no. I know, man. Um, I know where where you are. Do you not get snow anytime? Or no, huh? It's uh, uh will so it'll get uh in the winter, like right now. Usually, like in uh, January or February, we'll get uh, some ice. So it'll be like freezing rain. So it'll be around you know around thirty degrees. Mm -hmm. Most okay. of the time, it does not get too much colder than that. 
you know, so we've, we've, I think we've gotten snow, I don't know, five times in the last 15 years, you know, mm-hmm. that I can remember. So we don't really get it too much. Yeah. It's the same where I'm from. I've never seen, <clears throat> I've never seen snow where I'm from. Yeah. It's likely it will snow next week in here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if it does, I'll try to get in for a game, you know. <laughs> I hear you. Um, I just need to buy some some white camouflage clothing and, and that's it, man. And I'll be up for it. <laughs> right. Well, the girl I talked to that's in uh, Austria, she has played in the snow and she has the white camo okay. stuff, whatever. She's got some pictures on her Instagram. Um, oh, I'll check that one out. I haven't seen it. Man. Yeah. It's, it uh, what's, what's she called? Her name's uh, Senity or her call sign. Okay. okay Senity, okay. uh, C-E-N-T-E-N-Y. You've uploaded, you've uploaded that one recently. Right. No, that was, um, honestly, I can't remember what, uh, which one that was. I just, let me look and see here. <clears throat> so the, and, and also the one, the lady I talked to yesterday, um, All right. she is, uh, they play in the snow. I asked her, I said, do you guys play in the winter? Like when it's snowy? And she goes, oh yeah, we play all the time. And I said, dang. So you go out there in the snow. She said, yeah, we don't mind it. She actually has a tattoo of a snowflake on her arm because she likes the snow. I said, oh, uh-uh. hmm, that's cool, man. Yeah. It's yeah cool. I mean, I think if you want to play, you'll go and play, you know? Right. Um, I'm not so sure about when it rains in terms of your gear getting wet and your guns and whatever not. I'm not exactly not exactly. fine, especially if you've got your cameras and whatever not set up and everything. But um, yeah, I wouldn't mind if it, if it has snowed. Not if it is snowing at that time, but if there is uh, snowing there, it would be quite cool. Yeah, you know, it'd be different. different. Well, I this have one played when it was really, really hot. This one is uh, episode number sixty-five. So if you you'd have to scroll way down. Yeah. So if you go. Um, you can look at a lot of them on our website as well, uh, or on Spotify. Okay. If you didn't want to, you know, okay. watch the video, but so she, um, yeah, she's in uh, Austria. The one I was talking about, but yeah, I don't. I think Novridge too. Doesn't he have uh, some mm-hmm. videos where they play in the snow? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I can't watch them. Makes me cold. <laughs> 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 oh man, um, I've played here when it was so hot that people. Especially for a country like in the UK, you know, where when it gets hot, it's really hot, and people is not used to being so hot. Right. So there was there was a lot of uh, stopping to go and get water, and there was a lot of um, you know, you know, like messages out there of be careful, etc. Which it was it was good. Um, yeah. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty used to you know being really hot. Um, yeah, I don't I mean, like when it's cold. Spain, right? I'm cold is, all is the it time. Spain kind of warm? Oh yeah, yeah. Especially where I'm from, um, in the south of Spain. Like I said, I've never seen it snow in there. Right. Um, it's always really warm, and that wouldn't be a. That's not much of a problem for me. So I want to try how it's like to be playing when you're freezing cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a video on that. When I when I do that, I'll send you. I'll send you a message, and I'll tell you, Iraq man. Uh, I've played in the snow. <laughs> oh shit! Well, look, don't take uh, don't take your MP7 because that thing gas guns don't work oh, too yeah. well in the oh, snow. Yeah, yeah. or in, you know, in no, the cold. Um, I would probably use my bolt action. The I've got the Steyr, um 
scout. Oh, sniper. those are nice. So, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Um, it never, it's never failed me so far. You know, um, gas guns, fucking electric guns, too many moving parts, too many things. Yeah, and this, um, it's never failed me. So I always take this with me anyway as a backup. But um, but yeah, I will probably be using that. Um, I think it'll be quite cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what do you yeah, guys man. got planned for uh so you're playing uh like during the winter you're playing mostly uh indoor CQB stuff. Um your yeah. team, does you do you, does uh do you guys go as a team? Like will most of your team go to yeah, play indoor? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, most of the time whenever I go to play I uh, I normally go with four or five people with me at least. Um normally um well our team is about 14, 15 people. <clears throat> about six to seven people plays more regularly. Yeah. And other people plays whenever they can, which is just understandable. But um, there is a few people that I go more often with, definitely. Right. Um, there is two, three of my friends. Even my stepdad is coming. Oh, um, shit. So my mom, well, my mom's husband is coming. My uh, friend is coming. My other friend is coming to the next one. And the one after which is the next weekend and the weekend after okay so yeah so it's interesting you know oh that's cool dude <laughs> hell yeah so you're yeah man you're getting the whole family going well i mean um he wanted to do something more exercise he wanted to be outdoor he's only on his 50s you know and i said man um, you know you should try airsoft i love it and obviously you tell everybody about airsoft then. <laughs> and he came man and he liked it and that's it you know the way to go it's another one in the team and you know and it's cool because you get you know just as he can get to know many people as well and it's different you know it's a for sure it's a different hobby to have as well man it really is yeah i was going to ask you as well um you know for all of the unboxings and the reviews that you do is it always guns that you get or do any company send you any guns or anything for you to test or to review no. or anything like that Mm-mm. okay now we uh, i've seen some i've seen some reviewers that that do that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, I guess when we started, once our channel started growing, uh, Mm -hmm. we talked about that. We talked about reaching out to a company to try, you know, to look for something Mm -hmm. to do a review on or whatever. But um, I don't know. We never, we never did it. We never agreed like, or, you know, like, Hey, let's do this. We just kind of just talked about it randomly, but we never actually did it. And I think it was because we had, we were already getting so many boxes. Like as soon as a a, a, um, a BOA would come up, would be announced. We're all like, okay, we're getting we're getting that one. And then in between those, we started getting uh, the airsoft GI ones, airsoft GI mixed boxes. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one or two times we did the uh, Fox airsoft had a mystery Apollo box. Airsoft GI. Yeah. yeah, and then we got one from Modern Airsoft. They're out in California. Uh, so we had so much stuff already that we were doing. Um, we never did. We never reached out. The other thing too was, uh, and something that came up when we were talking about it was, well, we like to do honest reviews about these guns and I didn't want to be in a position to be like, uh, oh, well, let's skip over this part. You know, maybe this gun's a piece of shit. And I don't want to sit here and do a, a review on it like, well, it's, you know, it's good. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, you know, so I didn't want to be in a position to, uh, to do that. 
So mm-hmm. I wanted to be non-biased and just give it yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> I mean, something something that I want to I was going to say it yesterday in the video. It didn't work out, whatever. But something that I am going to mention as well for my followers is the fact that if a sponsor, for example, like these guys sponsor us and that are a young company that are growing, um, I want to make something out of this sort of thing as well that we got going on and trying to make something out of it as well. And if they were to send me something that I didn't think it was good enough, honestly, I would probably not review it and let them know and give them some feedback and see if they can work something better or right. tell them why I'm not going to go for it. Or if mm-hmm. they want me to review it, it won't be maybe all positive, you know? Yeah. Um, luckily, obviously, I try to be quite specific and have some filters as well and everything and not go to a company like Viper, for example, which they've got great stuff and I've got some of their gear and everything and tell them, you know, can I can you sponsor me? It will be great. But, um, you know, I wouldn't think of anything like that in a way now that I think about it because I'd rather reach out to a small business, you know, to a young company that, that, right. that has a hunger on them as well and don't have hundreds of people you know mm-hmm. following them you know what i mean um and maybe grow together that way but thankfully these these guys got good gear i mean what they've sent me so far it's bang on i love it yeah and <laughs> you know right. what i mean and i'll be using it and i can tell it's quality they normally make stuff for um for real life purpose really they make it for uh, local okay. authorities and and members of the military and stuff Right. So the the plate carrier, for example, didn't come with any plates, so I put some dummies in there for airsoft. Um, but you know the quick release and all of that. This is just in case you get shot. So it's it. I like it. It feels good. It feels good quality. Yeah. And in, what I find most important as well is what relationship you have with the person behind the scenes as well. You know, mm-hmm. and how how they are and what the treatment is, etc. Which I think it's been great, and I love that. You know, and. Any any other brand that I was able to work with this way, I would be the same. But if they were to send me something and had anything that I don't like, I still mention it. You know, I mean, you just sure. gotta be honest. I mean, for example, um, this gun, I love this gun, the the one that I've just shown you. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was doing the review, literally, I didn't do anything with it. And when I was doing the review, one of the springs that hold uh, the dust cover for the hop up oh, came out. Right. <laughs> You know, so I I fixed it real quick. It took me like a, a minute to get it fixed, but yeah, I did say I did say a note in the video saying like you know, um, did this spring just came out? Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think it's good at all. You know what I'm saying? Like right, as good as good as I think the gun is. Why did that come out? I didn't do anything with it. Literally, I didn't even play with it, mess with it, nothing. Right. But um, but I think it's a it's a great gun. You know what I mean? It right. doesn't take one th- one thing from the other, you know. I think it's a great platform. No one is gonna see something like that out there. A soft tennis an M4, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it's snappy. Sounds loud. I like it, you know. And it's unique. It's not the same as buying a pistol and putting it in a body that fits just perfect. It's exact match one for another, which right. is great. Well, bloody spring came out. You know what I mean? It's not yep. good that that happened. I don't care if even if it yeah. was a, a gift or whatever, you know, I'll say it too. So we did the same so, thing. Like when we were doing those reviews, we'd have, uh, you know, certain guns that were, or were not great. Uh, or, you know, if we had problems with them, we would just show on the video and we might, you know, yeah. we, we understand that, Hey, this is just one gun out of however many 
they produce. You know what I mean? Mm. So we understand oh, yeah, yeah. that there's a chance that this, uh, you know, most you of the quality guns, control everything. Exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. And I've worked in manufacturing for 25 years. So yeah. I understand, you know, yeah. there's going to be, uh, you know, there, there's, there's those different, you know, uh, there's, there's going to be bad ones, you know, mass produced oh, yeah. anything, there's going to be bad ones. So, uh, and that, and so we would say that in the video, like, Hey, you know, this one, we got this one thing on here might be, you know, whatever, this could have been better or whatever, but we know that that's not probably like all of them, you know, like we got, uh, mm -hmm. my son bought a brand new Chris vector and, um, it was, uh, what was that? Crytek. And the thing was like $500. Okay. Five or $600, uh, airsoft gun. And, um, the gun was looked great. It was solid. Like everything on there was, you know, felt good, but, uh, the feeding issues, it was, uh, and we couldn't figure it out. So it came with two mags or he bought two mags or whatever. And, uh, no matter which one we used, it would not shoot right. And, and it was a feeding issue. So, mm -hmm. um, it just, we were like, dude, this, he, like, he could barely use the gun. He tried it at a milsim and, uh, or no, one day play, like an open, open play. And, uh, and he couldn't use it. Like it just wouldn't shoot right. And, uh, so mm -hmm. anyway, we, we tried, you know, different ways to look at it. I tried breaking, you know, looking at it. I, I, I couldn't fix it. The thing was, you know, Crytek, Chris vectors are, majority are really really good mm -hmm. you know we just got one that wasn't like it's you know whatever it was so sometimes that's yeah, gonna that's happen the, that's the truth that's what happened to you you know what right you, that's the, that's all you can say because obviously that's what happened to you you know that's all you know yeah. really and i had the same same thing with a bolt i'm not sure if you know bolt huh. so it's um I'm not sure where they're from, to be honest. They, they make um, these guns with electric recoil as well. Oh, yeah. I, everything I see about them, all good, great stuff and whatever not. Now, I bought one. cost me about just as much as you said, just uh, pretty much 500 pounds. I paid um, for other stuff, you know, to put in, you know, um, you know, different stock, you know, better batteries, this and that. Yeah. Um, just a... Uh, just a, you know, nothing, nothing really internal. Okay, went to play the first day. The first day that I played with it, it blew up the the cables on the back because of the recoil at the back. I got it fixed. Um, it costed me another trigger as well because it blew up the trigger as well. Holy shit! And when I fixed everything, the first two shots, the same thing happened again. Oh my god! So the next thing I had to do was taking the recoil out. Okay, so now obviously it wasn't exactly what I wanted. I wanted a gun with a recoil. I didn't want right. gas. I wanted electric. That was what they were selling me, and that's not what I got. The moment that obviously I had to fix it the first day because I was in this twenty-four hour event, my guarantee went out anyway. You know, so I thought, yeah, you know, I'll fix it and whatever. And and I ended up taking the recoil out, putting a new trigger, and yeah, an Aster, and yeah, and I ended up changing it. I ended up swapping it for the dmr but okay because i've got because i've got four or five enforced that's the only reason but yeah you know um it was nice i really like it it was called cobra which is you know like the snake mm -hmm. in spanish and it had that that the end of the 
you know, handguard was like a like a the mouth of a of a snake. You know, what? it had some drawings. Yeah, yeah, it looks really cool. I'll oh, that's cool. You if you want to, but I wouldn't really recommend buying it. <laughs> 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 you know, because all I know about it is I had problems with it. Right, you know, and it costed me money, and he ended up spending on it like six hundred pounds. I ended up upgrading it and this and that. And all of it just to swap it for a DMR in the end, you know. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but that's the, the what I know about it. So yeah, yeah. that's right, and that happens sometimes, but it's not, you know. Yeah. See, we had uh, we had the same thing happen. Well, the opposite happened with a Lancer Tactical. Everyone's like, everyone's telling mm-hmm. us, "Don't buy a Lancer Tactical." Well, we got one in the uh, in a mystery box, and mm-hmm. that thing. It was like when we looked it up, it was the b- very base, you know, cheap. Uh, model and m4 style and this thing that was like in the very first uh couple months we got we started our channel so it's almost four years old and that thing is still working today and it's been to like mm. 10 different mil sims or t- you used it 10 different times a- as a backup so it doesn't get shot that often but it still gets used and the thing has never failed and we didn't do anything yeah. to it. It's so weird how you get this no, cheap gun that man. works great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah, I have one as well, to be honest. Um, I love yeah. the tactical and yeah, never, never had a problem with it. I have it as well as a backup, or I normally, well, not a backup, but I normally give it to someone that doesn't have one when they mm-hmm. come with me for the first time or things like that. Um, I always carry lots of guns, uh, especially since I had that one broken at the right. 24-hour event. I carry loads of them with me. I'm sure. But yeah, man, um, sometimes you buy one that costs you lots of money and you have problems with it. It's, uh, it's crazy. But at the end of the day, what we were talking about, the reviews have to be honest and yeah. sincere and be honest with, with your following. So you have to be non-biased in the way, like you said. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, listen, man, yeah, uh, man. it's been awesome talking with you. Absolutely, man. No, I, I love having a chat with you, man. It's been great. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you being on. Where uh, tell everybody where they can find you online. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's all call sign Legionnaire um, on Instagram, just with an underscore call sign underscore Legionnaire. The same thing on YouTube, on TikTok, everywhere. And you know, I've got lots of um, new videos coming, reviews, especially with Elite Advantage, and awesome. I've got um, some giveaways where I'm going to be giving out some. Lots of shit, really, you know, and TVs <laughs> and gas and, oh, okay. and everything, everything I've got, I bought brand new myself just to, to give it away, you know, um, yeah. some two point slings, belts, masks, everything. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, so people should keep an eye on that. Um, Definitely. Subscribe to the E-Rock channel. <laughs> thank you dude yeah man well thank uh, you for hosting me man yeah for sure well listen about the uh, slings too um mm-hmm. gunfather milsim i did a podcast with him i don't okay. know if you follow his channel or not uh father milsim no gun, have a look yeah gunfather gunfather okay uh-huh gunfather milsim look him up uh and you know i have i've had him on the podcast like a couple of times early on and then um but he makes slings they're fucking awesome dude so he makes them there i'm telling you bro i think um if you look i don't i didn't do an actual video on uh review on it but i did uh well maybe i did 
But anyway, uh, look up his, uh, out, his site. Yeah, he's uh, he goes over it on his uh, YouTube channel. So yeah, he's got oh, some fine. great slings. Probably yeah, it's the best sling I've ever man. seen. Yeah, that's super interesting. I'll have a look, yeah. man. Grandfather Milson. Hell yeah! Hello, All right, brother. You Thank have a you, good man. day, man. You too, bro. Thank you. Appreciate time, you. Man.